Are you looking for some super fun and super easy socially distanced games to play at your next group gathering? Well, we have seven for you today on the Ministry Coach Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Ministry Coach Podcast. My name is Jeff Lascola. Sitting to my left, your right, is Kristen, Kristen Lascola. Hey. That's what I was going to say. You your name. Good oh. job. We've come so far. <laughs> We've done this before. Yeah, not our first rodeo. I don't know what that means, but it's not our first one. I've never been to a rodeo. Really? I tried. No one wanted to go when I was in Texas. It was sad. Hmm. I begged. I said, can we go? Anyways. I think I've only been to one. It wasn't that exciting. Mm -hmm. All right. So today we're coming at you with another COVID-19 special episode. And here's what we're going to do today. So we did an episode on some games and ways to engage your students online. Mm -hmm. But guess what? You lucky ducks. A lot of you are able to meet now. And we have seven games for you today. So we're going to run through these real quick. I'm going to try to explain them as clearly and as quickly as I can. We've tested them and talked through them, and I think we've got them down. And these are our gift to you. And I hope for the day that I can use them in my youth ministry. Might not be this year, but I'm going to hold on to this list. So these are all things that if I were going back into my building, I would start playing these seven games. So at least we got you for the next seven weeks, okay? So the first one is one you've probably heard of before, and we have a a hack for it that might make it more doable for you. So it's human foosball. So we've played this in our youth ministry in a couple different ways, but the funnest way um, is... I was all of a sudden like, funnest isn't a word. No, it's funner. That's not a word. Okay. Funnerst. Funnerst game is we played 12 on 12 and we had three rows of PVC pipe students <laughs> on each side. So basically what they would do is we would tape off where they were supposed to hold here, on, on the PVC on the PVC. So here comes social distancing. You can X that or mark that spot like six, six feet, feet apart. You have the students hold on to that spot and then you have their goalie, you know, obviously behind them. The other team is facing them and you get a ball, you kick it. They can't move from their spot. And then mm. what we did to kind of spice it up is after a few goals had been scored. We added a second ball and Mm. like people had to watch both ways. I wouldn't recommend more than two balls though, because then it gets a little like, ah, like people aren't united anymore. And like a common for all. Yeah. We actually did have PVCs, but let me tell you, um, they have to be fairly long and they were sort of a pain to store. So Jeff had a great idea for that. Two, two things. Number one, you can either use rope and either way, you're going to have to have two people on each side, leaders holding. Them. Yes, and we did. So either they're going to have holding the PVC pipe or they're going to be holding rope. And you have to pull it, pull it taut so that it's, you know, they're not moving all around. So that's one thing. The other thing would be if you have smaller PVC, technically you could use a connector and put them together. What? Yeah. The only thing about that, though, I can see kids pulling it apart. So, well, Maybe, it's an option. Maybe your kids are more mature Duct than tape ours. tape it together. So yeah. I didn't come up with it, but I thought like, dang, that is going to be a really good game for us in the season because we can control how far apart people are for that game. And if you have more students than 12 on 12, my recommendation is 
to swap them every, you can either do it timed, like every two minutes, the new group comes in. The only thing you're going to have to do is sanitize those poles Mm. for them. So that can be done lickety split with a bottle of Lysol or some Clorox wipes and you're good to go. Give it a second to dry. Um, because that's, I think what kills the germs, like as it dries, that's what I've heard. And you're learning something new. I'm learning something new. You're welcome. You should know that you're a germaphobe. I know I am. I'd bathe in Purell. He really does. It's weird. So anyways, that's human foosball. So the next one that um, you can definitely do social distancing would be a hockey game or variation of hockey game. So um, Jeff's like, I was telling him about this game earlier. He's like, who has that many hockey sticks? I'm like, we actually do not me. (laughs) Another junior high pastor at a different campus. And I literally drive like 20 minutes to his campus pack up his hockey sticks and use them but (laughs) so um, if you happen to have a lot of hockey sticks you can play this game but there's some variations yeah and so we got you if you don't have hockey sticks but um might be worth investing in unless you're on a spending (laughs) freeze so you're gonna make the boxes for the students to stand in so like let's say you have a red team and a blue team so on the red side you'd have like the goalie red goalie two red defenders near the goalie blue side blue goalie two blue defenders near that goal. And then you would just have boxes spread all throughout the open play area and you would divide the kids red and blue. And then you would just say, go find a box. It would be a lot easier than assigning the box unless you're a control freak and you want to do it that way. I gave up on that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm just like, no, cause they're like, no, cause I want to be here. Cause like I can't and like over <laughs> and it's like, okay, do whatever you want. I can't even have this conversation. So I would let them have a free for all. They have their hockey stick. They cannot leave their box. And, and by box, you mean, um, I would tape it on the ground using like painter's tape or something okay. like that. Um, or I think it's called gaffing gaffer tape or gaffing yeah, tape. Expensive, yeah. Sometimes we have that on hand. I take it from the sound booth, <laughs> but <Whoa. laughs> I do. It's not cheap sound booth. Sorry Oopsie, about that. Sorry sound booth. <laughs> yeah. So you put the boxes there on the ground. So, of course, at a social distance, students can't leave and they have to pass the ball. I think the best ball for this game would probably be one of those Chuck E. Cheese mm-hmm. or a wiffle um, ball, something balls. Light. Yeah. You don't want a real puck or anything like that. Junior hires have a tendency to go ham on those things and like whack them as hard as they can. So you don't want this like heavy ball flying through the auditorium, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, Chuck E. Cheese ball would be gentle and nice. Now we said we have a hack for you. If you don't have hockey sticks because like apparently people don't have hockey sticks <laughs> you don't have 24 hockey sticks what at is your wrong disposal. with you what church do you work at pool noodles that would work definitely and that's another reason why a light ball would work great pool noodles i bought them in bulk at amazon it's summer so you're probably going to be able to find them pretty easily at yeah. walmart for super cheap they were a dollar Ironically, at the dollar store, I saw just the other day outside. People always say that. And then I go to the dollar store and the pool noodles there. are not there. No, they were ever. There. As of three days ago, they okay. were there. So. Well, I have them from Amazon sale. And I paid a pretty penny for the Amazon ones. <laughs> but I was desperate. Another option could be brooms. I know yes. people do the broom hockey with yes. the ice you know, the ice hockey and all that. So, And if you don't have broom. enough brooms at the church, just tell students to bring them that night or I'll text my leaders like that day. Sometimes if we need game supplies, I'll be like, Hey, there's like 20 something of you. Everybody bring a broom and, or a skateboard or whatever we need for that night. So you could ask your leaders to bring them too. So that's game number two, box hockey, boxy, boxy Mm -hmm. hockey. Anyways, 
Well, you you're more creative. Get you can think of the name for that. Um, because this one is gonna need a creative name too. It's bed sheet water balloon lunch. Ah. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Maybe there's an acronym in there. Bed. <laughs> I don't know. BS <laughs> W nah, forget it. Yeah. So we this is the one we tested out. So we found how it works perfectly. You get a flat bed sheet. I've bought these. Twin is twin, ideal. Twin size. I've bought these for super cheap at Walmart. They have a very cheap bedding section there. And everybody has a exactly. twin bed sheet. So you could ask people to bring them. Clean bed sheet. Yes. Very important. <laughs> you could ask your leaders or your students to bring them, whatever. So you're going to need one sheet for every two people. So him and I did it and we were definitely six feet apart. Right. Length, and then go lengthwise. Lengthwise. And then we folded it in half to just create more of a solid surface. And then you put a water balloon in the middle of it. And we're both holding one <gasps> side and we three, two, one, fling. And then the goal is you can play this two different ways. You can either do it like relay style. So let's say everyone on our team is lined up like for what? 50 yards or something. It's pretty, it depends how many kids you have. Obviously. Okay. So it's two people, you know, with their bed sheet every six feet and they have to lob it to the next person. The next team or pair lobs it, lobs it, lobs it. It gets to the end and then they have to come all the way back or you can just go to the end if you have a ton of students or something like that. And the first team to make it all the way down gets a point. If they miss or it falls and it breaks, then you know they have to start over from the beginning with the new water balloon. The other- Or if it's staying way too long, then just start it where it pulls. <laughs> There you go. You you're smart. You know, like how to pay attention, that stuff. The other way you can play it is with a volleyball net. And this is the way that we've played this game in the past. And in the past, we did it with a towel, but we figured that's going to be too close to people. Yeah. So the bed sheet is what creates the social distance. So then you get like one team on one side of the net, the other team on the other side of the net, you station them six feet apart and you fling it over the net. The other team has to catch it, fling it back. And obviously whoever doesn't catch it, the other point gets the other team gets a point. Yeah. It's obviously better if you do have a volleyball net just to get the higher trajectory to go over. But technically, you could just play it with putting a line, you know, and that being the invisible net kind of thing. Obviously, it wouldn't have to go yeah. over it. Yeah. Like if you higher. didn't have a yeah net or whatever. So just use a line. So the same same concept, but. Right. Number four, um, this is a game my leaders and I play all the time. If you're a high school pastor, this will probably work really well for you. If you're a junior high pastor, get ready to really explain it. But it's the game signs or some people know it as silent football. So you get everybody in a circle and obviously you social distance your circle. You can tape X's on the ground where they should stand or whatever. And everyone has a different sign that they're known for. So like I do the old school, like why? Do we have a K on our face selfie? That no one can explain, but nobody, everybody does. Nobody knows. What's yours? Uh, I, I don't have He one. has a beard, so maybe oh. he'll go like this, right? Okay. So there's a person in the middle, and what our goal is is to pass the sign without the person in the middle. We get it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> without the person in the middle catching you. So say I have the sign, and I want to pass it to Jeff, right? So I would do Jeff's sign. So... I keep doing this secretly. So you're acting like you're rubbing your beard. Right. And you know that's you. So now you do 
your sign, my sign, and that means you've received it. So I no longer have the invisible football, the silent football, whatever. I'm good. He now is in possession of it because he did his own sign. Which confirmed that I saw you doing To confirm okay. you've received it. So you have to remember what everybody's sign yes, is. Yes, you do. So now you want to pass it to someone. So you've received it, and then... You can't pass it back to me. So you would have to find somebody else in the circle. So that's say it was an ear tug. So I would, when the person in the middle is not looking, I would ear tug that person. And then to receive it, they would ear tug. And then you're like, I'm good. Okay. And then they would have to pass it to me. So they might do this. But if I don't receive it, like they keep doing this, they keep doing this. And I'm just like, do, do, do. And then the person in the middle is like, you have it. And they were like, Kristen, I kept doing this. I was trying to get your attention. And I'm like, what? And I was like, sorry. (laughs) And then that means that they're now in the middle. But if I had received the sign and then they're like, oh, I saw you. And I'm like, dang it. Then I'm in the middle. So the rules with that are you can't pass it back. So if I pass it to Jeff, he can't pass it immediately back to me. And you can't do it to the two people immediately to your left or your right. This one again, is more fun for older kids. If you need it for a younger audience, here's what I would suggest. It's a similar game, but a little different. So you're still in a circle, but you send one person out of the room. This is what I thought you were going to talk. Yeah. It's like, there's two different games known as signs, right? So then while that person's out of the room, everyone in the room decides on who the leader is. And so if Jeff's the leader, we're not going to like make it obvious and I'll stare at him, but Jeff's going to like start doing something, start doing something. I'll wiggle my ears for those of you listening on the podcast. Ear wiggle with my fingers. I forgot. Most people are probably just listening to this. So then we start wiggling our ears. Because you saw that I'm the leader and I did it. But I'm kind of like looking around the circle like, be cool, be cool. You know. I really wish I wouldn't have chose this. Now I feel like we're... (laughs) (laughs) It's adorable. Don't worry. Okay. And then he's going to change the sign. Try to change it up without the person in the middle noticing. Okay, so now he's pumping his arms and I'm going to do that. So the person in the middle might go, Kristen, it's you. And I'm like, nope, it's not. And they're like, darn it. And they get like three guesses or they something? They get three guesses and then they're considered a loser, yeah. you know? And so you can decide what you want to do with them. But if they do guess the person in the middle or guess the leader of the signs correctly, then they get to take their place and the leader now goes out of the room. Okay. So that's, I love that game. I remember playing that. That works well for junior hires. They picked that one up really quickly. I think the other version would work better for high schoolers because I don't think they would like to do the goofy signs. Well, and I'd be the person I don't remember. I'm like, there's 20 or whatever. I can't remember. I mean, and you can play that in two two. smaller groups. Like when I have games like that, I'll say, like, let's have like a few groups of seven, Mm -hmm. you know, scattered around the room, but it's up to you. Okay, this one's called Take a Chance, Do a Dance. And see, we have a name for you for that one. (laughs) So this one's a really fun game to watch. (laughs) And we played this on Parent Night uh, two years ago, and it was so fun watching the parents. So basically, you have two teams. You could do leaders versus students, which would be really fun. Students versus students. If you ever need a game for a parent night, put this one in your back pocket (laughs) because watching the parents dance I died. I mean, it was one of the happiest days of my whole career. So you have one person from each team go up on the stage, obviously put markers on the stage for social distancing. You have a host and you're going to ask a question. So there's some kind of trivia question. You know, you can theme the trivia however you want. I love Disney trivia, right? So we'll say, 
what was the main Dalmatian's name in 101 Dalmatians? And the answer, of course, is Pongo. And so whoever buzzes in first gets the first opportunity to answer. So you're going to have to think of a creative, like maybe it's a hand raise Mm -hmm. because obviously we don't want to be touching buzzer stuff anymore. So they click in and they say, Purdy, no. That's the girl. That's not the main character. So to redeem themselves for answering incorrectly, they can still get the points that are on the table if they will do a dance off with the other contestant. So you pick a song. Now, I think you can see where this is going. It's all subjective. It's just pure entertainment and fun. Okay. And if your junior hires are anything like mine, if you're a junior high pastor, this is like their dream. Get me on stage. Put <laughs> totally on totally answering incorrectly on purpose. Yeah. They are so excited. So we put on a fun song and we give like the first person like 15 seconds to do a dance. And then the other person has to now challenge that and do the dance and Jeff's like they don't do it at the same time they do it separately you could do it either way okay so I feel like it's a little better to do separate only because they get all the attention yeah but if you have if you're feeling the vibe and you're feeling like this is weird then just do it like together so here's how you could determine a winner you can pre-select like three of your leaders your volunteers ahead of time and they could be the judges And then they could like write the winner on like a piece of paper and like hold it up and everyone could go nuts, you know? And the more over top, over the top they are, I feel like that's the more fun it can be. And and that's what this game is about. It's just about like getting everyone riled up, like having fun. It's entertaining. You're picking fun songs. You're having your tech booth do fun lights and making it like just this big fun vibe, right? It's not really about the competition. So if they do answer it right, then you can still have your dance off. Don't be disappointed. So they can then, it kind of turns into double dare at that point. So then they could go double for the dance off. But if the other contestant wins the dance off, then they get those points too. So wait, they each get a point or they get both points. You guys can figure that out. <laughs> I don't know. Wait a minute. I want to know. I'm always too busy watching people dance. I don't yeah. know how they're keeping score. We usually play that game also at camp. So I don't remember exactly, but you can figure that part out. Okay. So number six would be um, boxed crab soccer. So it's the same idea as crab soccer, the classic crab soccer game, but you're in a box and you can't leave your box. <laughs> Every time you say box, you just mean a square on the ground. Yeah, sorry. I hope that's... I keep on getting a visual of people being in a box and the crowd would be really <laughs> difficult. The hockey one might be possible. But... Okay, so it would be the same kind of play grid that you would set up for the hockey one yeah. we mentioned. So yes, use your painter's tape, your gaffer, gaffing. Nope, gaff. not that one. Don't use the gaffing tape, you guys. Don't, it's expensive. So painter's tape, and you get the kids on the ground, you know, crab soccer style. And obviously this one's fun with a bigger ball. So like if you have an exercise ball or a yoga ball, mm. earth ball, if you are lucky enough to have one of those, like that would be really fun, but they're only using their feet. So there's no like touching because people are being very like cautious, like, oh, like not a community ball. Everyone's yeah. touching and passing and all that kind of stuff. So they just kick it with their feet and leaders, if leaders need to like get it back in, they could like use their elbows or, or their, kick it. well, I was thinking like it was. <laughs> Yeah, true. They could just kick it. I was thinking it was like, hi. So leaders, you can use your feet. That's okay for you too. Or be a monkey and use your elbows. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that one is pretty self-explanatory because everybody knows how to play that. Super duper fun. All right. And lastly, um, this one's like a water gun kind yeah. of game. It's so summer. Why not? Yeah. Outdoors. We used to play a game where like, you know, you, it was called Cheerio beard challenge yeah. and the kids had the shaving cream and you'd have to throw Cheerios <laughs> at their face. Well, now we're touching Cheerios on your face. Not probably super COVID safe. So this one you put like shaving cream, whipped cream or like whipped that. cream on just their nose. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could make a goatee. You could make a beard. You could do whatever you wanted to do. And then they are six feet apart and they each have squirt guns. And the first one to get the other one clean is or, the winner. Or you could do a timed where whoever got the most off in a certain amount of time. So they're, it's like they're dueling pistols or whatever, but they're like six feet apart shooting at each other. If you have, and, and those are cheap. Those are like another Dollar Tree kind of yeah. Amazon, probably cheap. Oh, am I boring you with your yawn? <laughs> it's it is 930. late. It is late. 930 is late. <laughs> I'm exhausted. If you have kids that are like crazy water gun, whatever, and they have like those super soakers, you could do that and maybe just use it like full on beard and then you can go further apart. That would be like a leader round or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that if everyone has super fun. soakers, but just another variation. They should. Super soakers need to come back. Those are legit. All right. So that's seven. So if you guys want to see some of the materials that you're going to need for those, we listed them in the video. But for those of you listening on the podcast, check the show notes. You'll see them down there. If you're watching on YouTube, check down below and you'll see just the material list and the games. So some of that stuff, if you need to get it or if you already have it, there's there's that. So thanks again for watching and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope that it provided a ton of insight for you to create health in yourself, your ministry, and your church. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the Ministry Coach Podcast wherever you're watching or listening. And it would mean so much to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And we'd also encourage you to share it with a friend so that it can go to help more people. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.